Hi and welcome to Is It Dad Rock Yet? I'm Martin and I'm joined as ever by Steve. Hello. And this is episode 10, our Slipknot episode, which is our special episode. And why is it special, Steve? Because uh, it's our 10th episode. Every five episodes we do a special episode. But the real reason... <laughs> the reason why it's special? The reason, the, the reason it's special is because it was before the year 2000. It was, yeah. So every five episodes we're going to do a special, we've mentioned before, something pre-2000 or whatever we want to talk about, some special album. Um, but before we get on to the actual episode, um, we've had a few requests um, from you guys listening in. So Steve, do you want to give a shout out to anyone? Uh, yeah, sure. So first of all, we got an email from Tom. So Tom was a, a guy that we went to school with. Um, he loved our nostalgia of a school talent show. Luckily, he didn't mention my rendition of In the End by Lingham Park. Uh, but he did request that we do um, an album, Crazy Town, The Gift of Game. Um, and because that was released in 1999... We'll make that our next episode. Uh, no, not our next episode. Our next special episode, which will be episode 15. Now, that was going to be Nirvana, so make of that what you will. Um, we also received an email from uh, Karen. Um, it was really cool to hear from someone on the other side of the world who you know, likes the same albums that we do. He requested System of a Down, Toxicity, and Stained, Break the Cycle, which is... I think it's like the second or third request we've had for Stained. Um, but those albums are from 2001. Um, so I said, yeah, we'll definitely do them, but it'll be the, when we get to 2001. So he came back and he said, well, can you do Deftones White Pony and Mill and Colin uh, Pennybridge Pioneers? So, uh, Kieran, I hope you're listening because these next two episodes are going to be for you. So next episode is going to be Deftones White Pony. And the episode after that, we're going to do Mill and Colin Pennybridge Pioneers. Yeah, and we've also had a tone message on uh, Instagram um, asking for, there was Pitch Shifter, uh, Machine Head, uh, Icarus Line, and uh, Taproot and Raging Speed on. So he just went through a big list of songs on albums that he wanted and bands. So we'll uh, we'll get through to them. Um, I think we've got Raging Speed on coming up. Um, Taproot's on there as well. Uh, Deftones, Round the Fur as well, which I think is a bit of a later album. 1997. 1997, yeah. So uh, an early, early album. album. Early Sorry, album. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll get through them. But yeah, no, fantastic to hear from people. And we've also had uh, Ralph message on Instagram as well, um, mentioning about Alien Ant Farm. And that genuinely wasn't even on our list, was it? No, which is weird because that anthology album's awesome. It is a good album. And also Stained. So Stained, everyone, yeah. for some reason, people like Stained. I, mean, I, I was never into Stained. Was you? No. Well, All I remember is just that album. It's, it, it's been a while, that song. And he just looked a bit upset and do, he smoked a cigarette. I remember the video with Fred Durst sat on the stage. And he was like, everyone get out your lighters. <laughs> was that an impression of Fred Durst? Or? Yeah, was What was he called? Aaron. I can't remember. It was Aaron or Aaron. Summer. Stained. That was his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you for getting in touch. Um, we'll always try and accommodate best we can ultimately. With It's quite what I was thinking about, you know, with um, Kieran that messaged. It's nice. It's just, it's obvious, but it's crazy to sort of hear someone say the albums that they listen to are exactly the same albums and it's like of course it is why wouldn't it be but it's just weird that they grew up with exactly the same music probably talking about with the mates and going skateboarding or whatever it's just just in a different town different city different country yeah it's just yeah obvious but just weird when you think about it but yeah fantastic that is weird um but not that weird I don't know why I said that. Anyway, so yeah, if you've got any suggestions, any recommendations, any funny stories you might have, please uh, please email us. Uh, you can email us at isitdadrocket at gmail.com. That is our email address. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and if you do, well, obviously you do listen to us, 
because you're listening to us right now. But whatever platform you're on, if you can give us a rating, it'd be great if you could give us a five star. If you want to give us a rating and it's less than five stars, how's about you just don't do it? Yeah, just stop listening. Just stop listening. I mean, four stars is all right, isn't it? I think it's like one star. Don't give us a one star. Yeah. Just fuck off. <laughs> just fuck off. That's our motto. So Martin, before we started recording, you said you were, you had some news for us? Uh, yeah, well, it was just some things that I saw that popped up on news articles and also an update. So last week we said about, uh, oh, last, not last week, last episode we said about the bands we'd like to see. And if we got the opportunity to see, well, I said about Nine Inch Nails. Okay, I'd yeah. seen them at uh, Leeds Festival, but, you know, it'd be fantastic to watch them on their solo, like a proper tour. They're playing Eden Project, but it's a million pound and miles away. Um, and then they announced it's in Manchester. And also a million pounds, but we're actually going, aren't we? So we bought tickets. Yeah, when you said, um, when we saw it at Eden Project, and you went, oh, but they might tour. Like, I was like, you optimistic bastard. They're not going to tour the UK. They're just going to do these two shows. And then when you sent me, I was like, oh, fucking bastard. He was right. Yep. So, yeah, so we bought the tickets. We have gone for seating. Um, because bad back. Bad back, bad knees. Can't be doing this shit. So we're too old. Um, so yeah so we're looking forward to that that's in June I think June 20th in Manchester so if you come in please uh, give us a shout on Instagram or whatever and uh, let us know it'd be nice to see if other people are going um, but yeah really looking forward to it so it's uh, yeah we had to go um, and a couple of other things as well and I've got a question for you on this one so I saw a thing saying Numb by Linkin Park has now been streamed over a billion times on Spotify oh that's awesome that's a hell of a lot isn't it um, and then it got me thinking, what is the uh, what are the other most top-streamed songs? Do you think you could name any of the top ten all-time most popular tracks on Spotify, Steve? Well, considering two episodes ago I told you number one was Shape of You with 3.4 billion streams, yes. <laughs> oh, they've lost streams now. It's 3.3. Oh, <laughs> well, I rounded yeah, up. I any rounded any up. others? No. So, The Weeknd. Really? Blinding Lights, yeah, yeah. 2.77 billion. Post Malone, Rockstar, Louis Capaldi, which I kind of would see Louis Capaldi because he was massive for a bit, wasn't he? Didn't think he was that massive, though. Well, I suppose he's like, who streams it? Mums. Is it Mums? I guess, yeah, I saw I saw a video the other day. It was like, who decides if something's popular? It's like, teenage girls decide if something's popular. So, teenage girls, probably. Yeah, when those teenage girls grow up. Teenage mums. mums. Teenage, no, when they grow up. Oh. Uh. The mums. Yeah, well, Post Malone's got two songs in the top ten. Well, lucky That's bastard. Um, and that was it. There wasn't much news. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to mention about Taylor Hawkins. He died yesterday. Oh, yeah. Drummer from Foo Fighters. Um, no no, no news, really, other than that he's, he's died. So Yeah, there was on tour, yeah. wasn't he? He was only 50, um, but there's no sort of cause of death or anything yeah. like that. So. But fucking 50 years old, that is so young. I used to think that was old. I used to think, like, when my uncle was in his 30s, he was, like, super old, and yeah. I was, like, eight. And now I'm, like, oh, now I'm the super old guy to, like, my six-year-old nephew. Yeah. Um, and you sent a uh, an article about corn getting shot up. Uh, in no, Iowa, Aiden did. Oh, was I, it Aiden? I haven't clicked on it. What was that about? Was it just as it says? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't read it either. So we'll come back to that <laughs> at the end of the, at the end of this episode. We'll give you a bit more info. Yeah, we'll read up about it and come back to you. Uh, so Martin, I've got a few questions um, from the last episode. So first of all, did you have any dreams about Mudvayne? No. So no, uh, no construction with your dad. No, no. This, uh, Chad wasn't retiling my roof or anything. Oh, that's good then. Did you find out the lyrics to Dig? <laughs> I looked it up and I couldn't find it. 
There's nothing about it on the internet at all, ever. Apart from the lyric. No, no. no actually, I went to my mum's, got the, literally, genuinely, went to my mum's house, went to Loft, got the D- Mudvayne album, and it doesn't have lyrics in it. Yeah, so Martin went a long way to prove himself right, but couldn't. No. That's, yeah, so that's it, the moral it is Bob's story. Away, unfortunately. I cannot find where it says Bob's Away. Yeah, because it's not it's I not must have dreamt it. You must have done. Um, and did you listen to Tool yet? No. I started listening to one song... And then did something else, and then not. <laughs> so, <laughs> just turned it off and was like, "I ah, fuck that." Yeah, uh, I watched some paint dry. No, to be honest, it is still on my list. I keep forgetting, to be honest with you. We'll have to add one of our albums just onto one of our one of our special episodes. Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do their first album. That will be our next. It'll be episode twenty. We'll do Tool. Okay. Oh no, we've already got Nirvana in for episode twenty. We'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. We'll, we'll sort it out, but not on this podcast. We'll all, we'll, all, we'll do it offline. Cool. Well, I've got some things to bring up because okay. I mentioned this in the Amen episode. And the other day, I saw that Finch had released a new album on Spotify, and I was like, oh my fucking god, Finch had released a new album, it's like a surprise album, this is so fucking cool, listen to it, it's not Finch, Spotify just fucked up. I remember thinking, oh, well this happened to Amen, they released something called Amen, two days later, Amen gets a track on Amen's profile on Spotify. I bet he's just like, fuck's sake, again. (laughs) And the same thing happened to Goldfinger, some rapper, I assume... I say oh, it, right? yeah. it was like some hip hop hip hop music. Uh, I was like, "Oh, Goldfinger released a new song. Artwork's a bit weird. Let's have a listen." And it's it was... ch- his voice is a bit weird. <laughs> it was not Goldfinger. And I just thought I'll, I'll bring that up. Uh, so I guess I asked you a question um, before this episode, probably like a week ago, because I knew I was going to bring it up. And the last time, well, the last episode, not the last time we spoke, the last episode, we spoke about bands we really want to see live that we've never seen. Obviously, you said Nine Inch Nails. And we're going to go see Nine Inch Nails. But what I wanted to know was, who are the best and worst live bands you've ever seen? And do you want to do the best first? I'll and then I'll, yeah. I'll tell you my best and then we'll and then we'll go on to worst. Yeah, I, I ain't got a worst. I forgot you asked me that. So I've just done best. So, oh, I'll tell we'll, you about my worst. Um, so yeah, I got the best. I've put three um, free gigs down. Um, first one, in no particular order, um, Architects. It's the one that you didn't go to. Oh, fucking, <laughs> yeah, I was so annoyed that flat night. Tire. So it was at um, the cockpit in Leeds. And anyone that knows of the cockpit in Leeds, it's a pretty small venue. Um, I've seen Lexus on Fire there as well. So it's like, it's one of them band, like, it's a, it's a small venue, but it's good. Um, so Architects, what, 2013, something like that, maybe? 2012? 2012, 2013, yeah, because I, yeah. I had that shit car. Yeah, that popped its tyre when you're driving that so I got tickets Steve was supposed to come with me uh, we got a flat tyre that motorway ran me up couldn't come I think it was when um, what's the album with These Colours Don't Run I've just been released on it I can't remember the name of the album Daybreaker is it Daybreaker I think it's Daybreaker um, we'll have to we'll, have to well, we'll go yeah um, but yeah so then so Kirsty uh, my wife then girlfriend was um, I was like oh will you come to this gig with me because you know I, I can't, well I ain't going to go on my own do you want to come I've got a spare ticket she's yeah alright and she's really not bothered for architects and we went, um, and we was living in Leeds Centre at the time, and I just remember getting pissed, drinking loads of cider, Kirsty got pissed, um, and there's the bit where it says, um, you fucking pigs, you know, in the colours, yeah, these yeah. colours don't, uh, don't run, and it was just like, everyone was like, you fucking pig, and he just kicks back in, like we're going to play right now. And then it was just like amazing. And then when came away, and then Kirsty was like, 
that was a you know she enjoyed the yeah, gig. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of the things where she didn't know any of the songs. It wasn't particularly bothered for architects, but it was just a good gig. The sort of energy was amazing. Um, the other one, Goldfinger and Real Big Fish at Slam Dunk when we and you went and yeah, Rebecca, yeah. Um, and we were just pissed, but we still knew what we were doing. Sort of, um, and just in the in the I say a pit, we were just dancing around, weren't we? And it was in Millennium Square in Leeds, um, when Slam Dunk used to be in Leeds Centre. I don't think it was Millennium Square, was it? No, it, it, was, just, millenn- it was one the last, of the side street bits. I think Millennium Square was one of the stages, but it that was, was World, I think. it was the last one where they did it in the centre. Yeah, and that was just amazing. Fantastic gig, really good day out. Slam Dunk, you know, I think we've been reason I'll probably try and go every year at Slam Dunk. It's just a fantastic lineup. Um, and then the last one is Hundred Reasons. Um, which is the first gig we ever went to properly. Uh, God knows when that was. Um, but I know the tickets were £11.50. And I'm pretty certain, was it at the, it was at the Octagon? Or it was, was it? Sheffield Octagon, yeah. Yeah, Sheffield Octagon. And what I find weird is you don't know when it was, but you know the price of a ticket. <laughs> I just remember it being £11.50. Um, and I just remember, what, got 100 reasons, me, you and Aidan, we'd sort of got the tickets. I, don't, I think, I don't know if it was one of, well, it was one of our parents that dropped us off. And it was just amazing to see a proper band that we'd seen on Kerrang! or whatever, seeing them live and that was like I remember that I just remember being there and yeah being I, have the a re- and, I have a really vivid, vivid yeah. memory of that, that show and that will forever yeah. be one of my favourite gigs because it was the first gig and we were 14 or whatever I didn't ask you about your favourite gigs though I asked you about the best live bands and the worst but you forgot about the worst alright well that's my answer to your <laughs> question that you didn't ask so fuck you <laughs> do you want to hear about for, mine yeah go on then uh, so yeah I think the, the best bands I think I've seen live are the bands that make me want to listen to them even more. Um, so, like you mentioned, Goldfinger at Slam Dunk, um, that made me in the morning when I was driving home. I think I mentioned this on another episode. Was I was like, oh, I listened to Goldfinger. They were awesome last night. Um, there's a band called Motion City Soundtrack. I don't know why I said it as if you'd never heard um, of them. I've heard of them. Yeah. Hmm, yes. Um, but they play yeah. the rock music, don't they? <laughs> so I uh, saw them supporting Finch at Leeds Met and... It was one of them where it's like, I'm going to remember who this band are and listen to them because they were, they were awesome. Um, I think that was the night that Finch actually got booed off stage as well because they refused to play Letters to You. Rightly so. Yeah. I mean, they got booed for not playing it. I mean, not they shouldn't play it. It was a weird... What do you mean they shouldn't play it? I mean, they should play it. Oh, like, they should play the, it. The, yeah, the right yeah. to get booed. Yeah, everyone was going crazy. Like, we want to just hear Letters for You and uh, Letters to You. They just refused to, re- refused to play it. Um, brand New. They're a, a, a live band... I, I did think, like, I think I've seen Brand New every time they come to UK, then I had a look on, like, uh, whatever it is, like, the gig archive on the internet, and I was like, oh, no, they came to UK loads, and I didn't see I didn't see these a lot. Uh, but they were the kind of band who, well, we saw them support Finch back in 2002 or 2003 or whatever, and, I like, I remember my brother getting the album, uh, like, a copy, and being like, oh, I've got, um, you remember when I went to go see Finch, and it was that band called Brand New, I've got their album, and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that now. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I think I think the bands that make you want to listen to them more after you see them live are the kind of bands that, well, they're they're just the, li- the best live bands. Like I think they 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 obviously they're a good band because ultimately we've we must have watched tons of support bands. You do not rarely remember the support bands, so the fact that you do when you think actually I'm going to listen to them more is testament to them. Yeah, definitely. I um I remember the support bands from the Hundred Reasons gig. Right, what Kinesis? Kinesis, Copperpot Journals, and Sparta. Yeah, but not because I like those bands. I think it's just because they were the bands that uh it was like it was our first gig 
and we're going to go see these four bands. Yeah, I and think I we just... almost didn't understand that support bands were yeah. usually good. Not well, wrong to say that, but you know what I mean. Like they are, they were unheard of. Whereas nowadays, it seems like a lot of bands are touring with some other big bands. That's yeah, how yeah. it feels, anyway. But there's a lot of support. Like you'll go to a show and you're like, I do not remember who who supported at all. Um, I'm trying to think of one on top of my head, and I can't. Marilyn so Manson. Who supported Marilyn Manson? Peaches. Peaches. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that in the uh, in another episode, I think we have. Yeah. About her licking her armpits, getting yep. us to do it. Anyway, um, but not licking her armpits. Oh no, she made me lick her armpits after ah, after, after the, the show. show yeah. yeah. Um, but I want I'll, I'll tell you about my worst gigs. Yeah. Because uh, you haven't bothered, but I'm not talking about the worst bands, just the worst gigs I've ever ever been to. So Finch, um, they did a 15 year anniversary. Went down to London to watch it. Lost my big toenail in the mosh pit. That wasn't very fun. I also lost my phone. How did you lose your toenail? Did someone jump on it or something? I, yeah, someone must have stamped on my foot in the in the pit or whatever. But I was just walking uh, back to the hotel and like limping. And when we got back and I took my shoes off, my toenail was just like blue. Ugh. I had to go to hospital the Ugh. next day and get it like uh, cut down. It was it was gross. <laughs> was it painful as well? Yeah, it was painful. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like super painful, but I was limping. So. <laughs> True. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, and then the worst gig I've been to, um, me and my brother went to Joseph Swell in Leeds. It was a midweek gig, a band from Brighton, and every other gig I'd ever been to beforehand had you know at least five hundred people there. Really, um, really big crowds. And if it, you know if you want a gig of five hundred people, it was like a gig of a hundred people, unless it was a local gig, and then it'd be like thirty people in a small room, and it'd be a lot of people. You know, it'd be a, it a sizable crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went to go see his band at Joe's Well. The only thing I'd heard about Joe's Well is that some people who we knew um, or who we know went to go see Sick of It All there and it was just an insane show and the crowd went wild and it was amazing. Um, so I'm there thinking, well, same thing's going to happen for this band from Brighton who no one's ever heard of. And what is the band name called? Uh, they're called Hiding With Girls. Right, okay. um, I was going to Spotify them and I didn't. But anyway, no one's heard of them apart from like me and my brother. And before we came on, I thought, well, if I want to get to the front of the stage and you know, see the band, I best go now. So I went and stood at front of the stage. No one came up behind us, <laughs> me and my brother, and the band just played to me and my brother, and it was so awkward. Like, when they left and went off stage, we was just like, let's get out of here. This is fucking awful. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was probably their worst gig as well, to be fair, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wanted to play to no one rather than two weirdos at front of the stage singing along when no one else is there. So I had a quick look on Spotify. How many monthly listeners do you think Hiding With Girls have got? Uh, I'm going to go with less than a thousand. Considerably less. 84 monthly listeners. So, And two of them are you and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, not many. I, I, I always thought Spotify just did less than a thousand, but I guess it's less than a thousand players. Yes. Hey, don't fucking mind. Let's just start mine. Okay, so, episode 10. A special episode. Slipknot. Self-titled album. Um... Safe to say, uh, one of the more popular albums of the time that kind of kick-started a lot of buzz around metal and alternative music and rock and everything like that. There was a very... Pub- uh, what was the word? They were in the public eye a lot, wasn't they? They brought yeah. the mainstream, so to speak. So. It feels like if you name a, a metal band, everyone's heard of Slipknot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you go, are oh, you in a band? What do you sound like? Oh, Slipknot. And people say, I don't like Slipknot. And you go, what songs have you heard? They go, I I've never heard anything. I just know I don't like them. You know, that kind of... Yeah, yeah. The, the, the adults or the, the, the older generation of like, it's shit and never even listen to it kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've got some, as ever, I've got some questions for you, Steve, to let's, check your Slipknot knowledge. I think it's safe it. to say you're probably more of a Slipknot fan than I am. 
I'll be honest with you, because I don't really bother with them apart from the songs that came out and even then I think after Iowa I never really bothered with them so yeah I never bothered with them after Iowa but I mean those two albums yeah this this one and Iowa big fan you had to buy me an Iowa album didn't you remember do you know why why I can't remember because I lent you my album you put it on your CD player then you threw your CD player away (laughs) with my fucking album in it you fucker so yeah you you had to buy me a new album I had to buy you a new uh, Children Men DVD as well because I I lost the special features disc (laughs) you bastard seriously don't even know why I bother I'm a good friend though because some people would just not yeah we'll just give it back and go I've lost that by the way (laughs) Um, okay so obvious question Steve Name the band members, all 100 of them. All 100 members of Slipknot. So the first I'm going to go with is Corey Taylor. Correct. Everyone knows who Corey Taylor is. Uh, Joey Jordanson. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I never know how to pronounce his last name, but it's like Cran or Crahan or Crayon or something like that. Crayon. <laughs> Sean Crayon. He's <laughs> uh, Crayola. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Jim Root. We've got Mick yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Sid Wilson. Yeah. Craig, I always want to say Craig T. Nelson, but it's not because Craig T. Nelson is an actor. But I'm going to go with Craig T. Nelson. It's wrong, but Craig Jones. Ah, Craig Jones. And who else haven't I mentioned? Paul Gray? Yep. He did the bass. So I've done vocals. I've done the two guitarists. I've done the drummer. I've done the turntables. I've done the sampler. And Chris Venn, drummer man, percussion man, big dick nose. (laughs) <laughs> well he's got he's a big dick and he's got a nose or he's no got, he had a he's big, got dick big dick nose on his mask okay, yeah. Um, yeah and there's also the one other person as well what does he do an ex person that was on the album I didn't know this oh the other guitarist yeah I don't know his name he left yeah, didn't he yeah Jim Root replaced him yeah. I think but kind of so he did Jim Root did guitars on Purity and Inside Me and Josh Brainard Brainard, something like that. Um, he did guitars except for Purity and Inside Me, so and he's uncredited as well. Yeah, I thought that was quite cool that um, they've got this other guy playing guitar, but at the same time, you know what I do find weird? What? Is that if you think of a guitarist from Slipknot, you don't think of Mick, you think of Jim. No, I think of Mick. I think oh, of the guy you? with hair on his thingy and the mask with black hair, and that's not that's Mick, isn't it? You're describing them both. Oh, does the got hate on the <laughs> No, guitar? I don't think so. You're on about Mick, I think. But yeah. every time like you see something about Slipknot, it's never about Mick playing guitar, it's always about Jim. And I'm like, oh, he wasn't even really on that first album. Yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah, no, he wasn't, was he? The two songs. Um, so, you did, you did really well then. Um, you just didn't get the one person that's not credited. <laughs> so I can let you off. Um, what number is Corey? Uh, eight. Correct. Um, what is the name of the first track on the album? Fuck <laughs> I do know it's the barcode from Mate Fee Kill Repeat. Yeah, that was going to be the yeah. next question. So it's, uh, for those that are listening, that are obviously playing along at home, um, it is 742617000027. Oh, you know what? That's so like easy to remember as well. I can't believe I, yeah. got, I didn't know. What it. was it again? Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so the my, my next question was going to be, why is it called that? You've already answered that. Um how many monthly listeners on Slipknot? On Slipknot? On, um, I've wrote on Slipknot, I meant on Spotify. Uh, so I purposely didn't look at this because I thought, you're going you're gonna to ask it. And I thought, yeah, yeah I want to do a guess. I want to do a guess. So I can't even remember. Uh, Mudvayne had like, what, 2 million? Metallica have got like 20 million. Coldplay have got like 33 million. I only know these because I did a quiz uh, back last year. 
uh, Spotify monthly listeners versus. Yeah. Anyway, uh, don't matter. Uh, I'm going to 13 million. Slightly less, but good guess. 8.5, uh, 8.3 million. Oh, I was expecting more. Hmm. But, I mean, that's by no means a small number. But, yeah, it's it's quite surprising. I think it's on the lower end, I think, of what yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, because I think, personally, they're one of the biggest metal bands in the world. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, singles from the album? Wait and Bleed. Spit It Out. Yeah. There was a video for Surfacing, wasn't there? Don't know. But, anyway, they were the only two singles I saw. Do bands ever release sing, like video? I think they do, don't they? Like videos for songs that aren't technically full-on releases. I don't think. I feel is. like releases nowadays are probably more blurred lines between albums from like year two thousand. You release a single, it's produced, it's it's sent out. Whereas if you're producing producing an album and sent put it on Spotify and digital stream, you can just release any single. Like it doesn't cost to distribute. As yeah, such. yeah. So um, it's well, like I think a lot of people now put them on uh, records, don't they? Vinyl. But yeah, LPs yeah. are getting more. Yeah, fair dues. Um, and what is DJ Sid Wilson also known as? Oh, it's like DJ Sid Starscream, isn't it? It is. Yes. I only know that because it's a transformer, and I'm like, why is he named after a transformer? Because <laughs> he really likes transformer. He got a transformer <laughs> tattoo as well, apparently. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah. right. I thought it was a coincidence, but I guess it is because he loves transformers. Yeah. If you got a tattoo or something, you you must love it. You would assume. Mm. You did like Finch, though, didn't you, at one point? Yeah, oh, we'll mention that <laughs> in four years' time. Um, okay, yeah, I just wrote a bit about it because it made me quite laugh. It was like, when numbers were being assigned to each band member, um, DJ Sid Wilson, he insisted on being the number zero since it epitomised filth. I don't understand that sentence. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I read that it was like, I'm zero because I'm nothing. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just like, what? Okay. Weirdo. Yeah, like Corey said he was number eight, well, because he, he, it was infinity. Okay. And then Sean's number six because he was like, it's a fucking number of Adele, isn't it? Six, six, six. And everyone else thought you should fill in the blank. You yeah. can fill in the middle. I mean, jo- Joey was number one, wasn't he? I can't remember. I've got him written up top. Yeah, number one. Um, And there's another bit where it says uh, he's also known to stage drive in Slipknot's early years. And in 2008, he broke both his heels when he jumped 10 feet from the stage. It's like, imagine breaking at both your heels. That'd be awful. That would be awful, yeah. Oh, that's just like, what? That, I, that's Am just I... reminded me, did you ever have a DVD? Yeah, you did, because it was on the Iowa album, where it was a live show, and I remember seeing him jumping from like a huge thing, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I can't believe people jump from those like those heights into crowds, and mm. then people catch them. I, I, if it was me, I'd be like, fuck this, and get out of the way. Yeah, fucking brekkie reels, you bastard. Yeah, that's why no one caught him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so you did quite well. So I've got some uh, some lyrics as well to go through. Okay. I don't know if I'll get these, we'll see. If you've gone for easy ones, maybe. I think they are quite easy. So this is in the first song, Sick. Uh, you Can't Kill Me. Because I'm already inside you. Correct, well oh. done. Could be taken in two ways, that. Yeah. He's either in your head... Or he's somewhere else. I just assumed he was inside your head. I've never even thought of it like the other way. Okay, this is Eyeless. I know most of the words to Eyeless. So. Insane. Am I the only motherfucker with a brain? I'm hearing voices, but all they do is complain. Yes. Do you want me to do the rest? A little bit more. Uh, is it? Does it? Uh, is the next line, how many times have you wanted to kill? Um, and then it's... Um, 
I haven't got any more after that. So. Oh, right. Anyway. <laughs> you can stop. But that, well done. Um, was it the... What's the one where it says um, you can't, see, get, can't get to California without Marlon Brando? That's Eyeless. Is it Eyeless? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know the story behind that? Well, I saw it on... I don't know how I managed to go on songfacts.com, but supposedly it was a homeless man shouted it in Corey Taylor's face. Yeah, kept Corey and jo- uh, Joey. Jory? Joey Johnson's face. Yeah. Um, and they were like, that's fucking weird. They were like, that's fucking cool. Write it down. Yeah. We'll make millions from it. Uh, next one. Wait and bleed. I wipe it off the tile. Uh, I wipe it off on tile. The light, of, the light is brighter this time. Everything is 3D blasphemy. My eyes are red and gold. The hair is standing straight up. Yeah. Uh, this is not the way I pictured me. Yeah. I can't, control, <laughs> I can't control my shakes. How the hell did I get here? Yeah. Something about this is so very wrong. Yeah. I used to laugh out loud. I wish I didn't like it. Is it a dream or a memory? Correct. Hey. Well done. I mean, everyone kind of knows that, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well done. I thought you was going to give me the uh, rap bit from uh, Spit It Out. Well, funny you should say that. <laughs> um, because, so I'm going to play you a little bit. Uh, you're going to tell me what they say. Okay, so I'll play it now. Play it again. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a clue. I'll be honest, whenever I sing along to this, I just go, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I... You don't I, even want to have a hazard a guess. Don't, wanna, don't even want to try. Don't want to embarrass myself. You just did done that already, <laughs> don't worry. You just did done that. Um, it is biggity, biggity, bitch boy, half what hauser in here shit because I keep getting louder oh well and then it goes on to say not surprised I don't know those step up and you get a face full of tactic lip it off hard going home in a basket you got no pull no power no nothing nice that shit well ain't that something payoffs don't protect and you can't hide if you you can't hide if you want but I'll find you you can't hide if you want that doesn't make sense but I'll find you oh yeah because he says you can't hide but I'll find you it's like you can hide anyway um, coming up behind you hmm Obviously, the rest of it's actually more. You can actually understand what they're saying. But yeah, biggity, biggity, bitch boy, half what, half what houser. Your guess is good as mine. Yeah, what that I'm means. really glad I didn't try and figure that out. So let's just, now that you know that, let's listen to it again. Yeah, I still, God knows what he says. It, maybe he's just supposed to say that, but it, it just sounds like boya, boya. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that to me. So, um,. You did pretty well. We well, did really well, to be fair. Um, so, moving on from there, should we do memories? Oh, I've got a question for you. Okay. So, which album do you think says "fuck more" in it? This one or Limp Bizkit's "Chocolate Starfish"? Well, I'm gonna say this one because you would assume it was Limp Bizkit, and you always go with the one that you think it's gonna not be. Oh no, it's definitely Limp Bizkit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I saw this video the other day on YouTube and it was like the amount of fucks that it's got in uh, Slipknot and it was 87 in total. Okay. And I thought, well, that's not that much because if Fred Durr said fucks two more times, that's 46 fucks in this fucked up rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's like only double the amount of one song in Limp Bizkit. So I did check through all the lyrics of uh, The Chocolate Starfish and it was 166 in total on the album. That's almost double. I can't, I can't believe you. Do you listen to the entire album and just did a tally? No, I went on. <laughs> I went on azlyrics.com. I did a control and F. Did a find. Just search the word fuck. 
fair dues. I assume someone's already counted it. You know, like I just assumed that that was a thing. But oh no, I googled it and it was only a hot dog. It only came up with hot dog lyrics. <laughs> okay. No, that that does surprise me. I suppose it's like I'm almost as surprised as when you said that. Uh, Linkin Park didn't have any swearing in. I was like surprised. I just hadn't even thought about it. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so next bit, Stevie P. Um, memories. What are your memories of this album? So my memory of this album is that I had a friend who downloaded this on... Well, I don't think it was the album. I think it was like a couple of songs. He downloaded it on Napster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was the first time I'd heard a song which was something that wasn't on the radio. So... Previous to um, listening to like Slipknot and Papa Roach and the like, I was listening to whatever's on the radio, uh, Bewitched, S Club 7. Uh, you know, classic, youthful music. Mm-hmm. Aqua, Barber Girl, that's yep. where I bought that tape from Woolworths. I think I might have had Spice Girls album, I'll be honest with you. So, so yeah, I heard it and I thought, well, this doesn't sound like anything I've heard before. And um, I remember thinking like, this is really cool. And I showed it to my brother. My brother was like, what is this shit? Like, this is awful. I was like, nah, man, it's really cool. And I think the, the the memory I've got of this album is that it's just, like, the album that made me get into heavy music. So if you, if you had to pinpoint one album or one band, my band or album would be Slipknot. Okay, that's quite cool. Um, other than that, um, there was a few songs that creeped me out. So there was a period in my life where I used to go to sleep, listen to music. Can't do it now because uh, it keeps me up. But... Uh, there was uh, one of the songs creeped me out and I can't remember what it was so like I'd fall asleep and if that song came on it'd freak me out and it was either Tattered and Torn Prosthetics or Scissors just all creepy songs Mm. Um, and other than that my only other real memory is me and Aiden made our own Slipknot masks when we were younger (laughs) fucking losers oh yeah it was so cool (laughs) but like so you made you put a tight over your head you cut your eye holes and your mouth hole and then you just duct it everywhere. And we'll put the instructions on our website, won't we, Steve? Just in case anyone <laughs> wants to do it and get a Is It Dad Rock Yet badge. Yes. So anyway, we did all the duct tape. We got like these pieces of string to do because we did Corey's mask, did um, the dreadlocks. But we'd done a really cool mask for me. It looked really good. When we did Aiden's mask, we ran out of duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> and that did these my... not look as good? It's looked fucking terrible. Do you have any photos or anything? No, else? but there should be video of me and Aiden wearing these masks, playing a Swiffer and a tennis racket to probably wait and bleed. Well, you'll have to dig it out one day. Hopefully, I'll be able to find it. But I don't know if I recorded over them. I don't know. Um, what about you? Memories? Uh, so I've got a few that um, from going in chronological order. Uh, we had a friend at school that thought the lyrics. Same friend. Same that friend introduced me to Slipknot. Yeah. Um, although he should have been obviously it must have been a dodgy copy because he didn't have the lyrics in because uh, he rather yeah, than yeah he downloaded it on Napster <laughs> oh yeah um, yeah so we had a friend at school and the bit in Slipknot uh, in Slipknot in Spit It Out where it said uh, uh, fuck me I'm all out of enemies he thought it said fuck me I'm all out of vitamins <laughs> all out of vitamins <laughs> <laughs> I need my multivitamin for the day I need my three in one my cod liver oil um, so yeah I mean to be fair We'll we'll play it now. When you when you think that it says vitamins, you can kind of hear it if you want to hear it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I never turned around to him and went, "Dude, that says enemies." It was always like, "Well, we don't know what it says." He says, "I was going to say his name then." He says, "It's vitamins." It's vitamins. 
You know what I mean? Like, we had no way of disproving him. Yeah, apart from we've got ears. Clearly, <laughs> his enemies. But yeah, so yeah, fuck me, I'm all out of vitamins. Imagine being like, fuck me, I'm all out of vitamins. It's just stupid. Anyway, um, and then the other one was we went to go... Oh, no, and then, yeah, so the other time was when... Was in Carol with Kirsty, um, my wife. Um, so is this your other memory? Yeah, it's my other memory. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I was playing uh, Slipknot... Uh, where, uh, Spit It Out came up on, on a playlist or whatever, or came up, and uh, and she was like, oh, who's this? And I was like, oh, it's Slipknot. And she's like, this is Slipknot? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, oh, why, what do you think? She's like, oh, it's not that bad. And this, I think this album is much more, like, uh, Spit It Out is much more rappy, a bit more, I don't know, hip-hoppy kind of infused. I don't know, it's a bit more... Um, yeah, the, quicker paced. Yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. a fun listen, really. Um, he does rap in in this, in, in, not in the, in this album. He's got some rap parts, but spit it out. has got a lot of rapping in it. Yeah, it? and I think like, Corey Taylor even said to me, "I'm not even a rapper. I can rap better than half the rappers out there." Yeah, it was like I think she was just surprised because I think she was one of the people like, "Oh, Slipknot, that's that terrible band yeah. that just scream and shout and they all wear masks and scary." Yeah, we. So I think uh, she was quite surprised that it was actually a good song, and I yeah. think it, I think it was like duality or whatever came on in the car with my wife and she was like I never thought sort of like you know 15 years ago I'd be sat in a car listening to Slipknot and actually enjoying it mm. this is it yeah. I, think, I think it's just I think people's it's weird because they they've got a perception that Slipknot are just like and it, I, I don't know like violent like um, well it works awful. both ways doesn't it so I suppose yeah. it's like people that are into that music instantly think they're going to love Slipknot because it epitomises everything that they think is cool yeah and then the other people that just it completely Polar opposites. Oh, it's everything that I hate about music and that scene. Slipknot epitomizes that, and I don't want that. It's yeah, terrible. I can so see why though. When you see kids walking around with Slipknot hoodies, they say "fuck it all, fuck this world, fuck everything you stand for." People equal shit. Yeah, and it's kind of like they've got that image of being like, um, oh, what's the word? Like just really nihilistic. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I thought that was quite cool that you know, Curse actually heard it and was like, ah. Oh. Um, cool. and the other one went to go see him so a couple of years ago just before the pandemic wasn't it? it was like January 2020 or something yeah it was like literally the month before the pandemic yeah, or two months before I thought it was really good um, there was probably loads of code in that arena <laughs> yeah uh, I really liked uh, Jim Root how he moved and played guitar I remember thinking that was cool oh right yeah, um, yeah. just like his general just the way he looked well the way they, their stage presence now is very different to what it was back in 2000 mm. yeah yeah but then uh yeah, but saying that like twenty years on, they're in the fifties now, aren't they? And there they are. Yeah. Um, the only thing I remember is they just kept doing a lot of setup between songs, and it was just broke the momentum. Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? it broke yeah. the momentum. So I don't yeah. know if anyone else went to go see him on that tour, but it just they had it was almost too much, and they had to like stop, move things around, then started playing again. But they didn't talk in between it really. There was no music in between. It was almost like a bit dead air really. But. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was wasn't very good that bit. But you know, they were a good band. They are good live yeah, yeah so yeah they're my memories as well uh, I went to go see him oh, I didn't go to see him this kind of fell off my ra- radar for a few years um, and they were headlining download when I went and I kind of sat on the edge of a you know the field and watched them and it was really good I remember when we did spit it out and they made everyone sit down and the whole crowd just like bouncing and that, yeah. was, that was sick I wasn't part of it I was just watching it and it was it was really cool to watch um some other memories I've got are about the lyrics. So when I said about fuck me, I'm all out of vitamins. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a bit in Spit It Out where I always thought he said bent motherfucker. And I was like, whoa, that is really sort of, uh, oh, what's the word? Homophobic. homophobic yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not cool. But it turns out he says big mouth fucker. And I, I found that out because I was reading the lyrics and I was like, oh, that's much better. 
Um, Why was you reading the lyrics, Steve? Because I wanted to... Prepare. Get, get, <laughs> to prepare, yeah. I wanted to get the answers right. To, and I thought he was going to get get me this uh, the rap, like the, the bridge part from Spit It Out, which you didn't. So I would have got that right. Um, and then there was the... Um, there's a line in Servicing, which is, um, I am the push that makes you move. Mm. But for years, I always thought it was, I am the bush that makes you... And I didn't know what the word was, so I was like... I am the bush. The bush. And I was like, it must be... I am the bush that makes you burn because of a burning bush in like Moses or whatever. <laughs> For like, me, that's a leap. I know. So I was like, and it wasn't until like, I am the bush that makes you burn. Yeah. And okay. then I was listening to it like, um, you know, for, for this episode, I was like, oh, he says that's the, I am the push that makes oh, you fuck. move. So you actually felt that until like <laughs> yeah. a week ago. Okay. Well, well, let's, are we going to, we'll play it. I am the push that makes you move. I am the push that makes you move. I am the push that makes you move. Can you hear it? I can. I'll be honest. When you was telling me, I was like, "What a fucking idiot!" But like, <laughs> it does sound a little bit. I am the bush that makes you. I don't, like I say, I don't think it says. It clearly doesn't say burn. No, it definitely doesn't. But say then burn. it's like, it's like, like what, what can it say if it do, if it says I am the bush? I mean, to be fair, I'm the one that for Mudvayne said, "Yeah, mate." So <laughs> and tickling. So uh, yeah, I can, I can get it. I can get it. Oh, and then the last thing uh, was at the beginning of uh, Sick, where it says, uh, "Here comes the pain." I always thought it was pick up the pace. Do you know which bit I'm talking about? Oh, I thought that says pick up the pace. Yeah, no, it says here comes the pain. I'll play it now. I'll let you off with that one, Steve, because up until 40 seconds ago when you said that's what it said, I thought it said pick up the pace. Yeah, because it gets faster, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it changes. like Yeah, it, it, it gets faster. Yeah, but so, yeah, no, it's uh, here comes the pain. And I thought that was really cool. Just because it's a really cool thing to say. Uh, to be fair, but I, I really like pick up the pace as well. Like both yeah, are yeah, really yeah, cool. Both really cool yeah. um, I also thought the intro. Um, oh, where is it? I thought it said, uh, "I hope, I hope you're liking this shit," or the whole thing. I um, where it actually says yeah. the whole thing. I think is sick. Yeah. And I thought it says, "I hope you're liking this shit." Oh really? Yeah. It doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> what did I think it said? <laughs> Let's have a listen. Yeah, so now listen to it, it's like, I hear it says the whole thing I think is sick. Or, I can kind of understand if someone said that, or the whole thing I think is shit as well. Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of goes with the sort of feel of it being like, you know, everything's shit, everyone yeah, hates yeah. everyone. But yeah, I thought it was like, I hope you're liking well, this shit. Do you know where that sample comes from? Uh, the first album? No, the no, it, it's uh, someone's doing an interview about Sharon Tate, uh, Sharon Tate murders. Ah. Um, Charles Manson, and um, ah. she says the whole thing I think it's sick. Ah. And, and they, they, um, they just sampled it and messed around with it. I think that's a really cool intro to an album, like, really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, it's, um, that's like one of my, well, we move on to the favourite bits. Are we going to move on to the favourite bits now? Yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah. funny you should mention that, because one of my favourite bits, Steve, is the uh, the intro bit, um, and then it goes into the the first song, Sick, and it's okay, like, yeah. I just think that intro bit feels really cool, it sounds really cool, um, and then it just kicks into it. I love the first, like, if I was listening to Sick, I'd listen to the first track first. If that makes sense, I'm like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, well, it's I'd, not too long. Thirty I'd, seconds, forty seconds, I think it is. I did something the other day where I was like, I think I started listening to, like, I pressed play on the album and it didn't play in my headphones and it was halfway through our intro before I ended up getting connected and then I was like, ah, screw this, I'm re- I'm just rewinding it back to the yeah. just to hear that that intro track. 
But yeah, you talk about where, it's, uh, where it slows down, and it's like, the whole thing I think is sick. The whole thing I think is... Yeah. The whole thing I think is sick. The whole thing I think is sick. Um, and it's just cool like it works and I think the idea as well I mean if that was like three and a half minutes long fuck that but it's 36 seconds long I've just had a look it's good it, it just builds in yeah, brilliant yeah. Um, so I really like that bit I love the bit where it says um, here comes the pain here comes the pain uh, <laughs> don't know if you know that a lot of people think it says pick up the pace but it actually says here comes the pain I love that bit um, and I love um, I'll play the next bit which is in um, Spit It Out and we'll play it now so yeah so I love the the, the intro to Spit It Out really it is, it's, it's all of it it's the music that riff Whatever that sound effect, I suppose. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's that. It doesn't even sound like that. I, can't, I wouldn't even be able to do it in my mouth. Yeah. yeah, and then he just starts rapping, and he's like instantly, he's like, God, this it just sounds good. Yeah, it and sounds his, cool. His voice changes at that point, doesn't it? And yeah, it becomes a bit more rap. aggressive, like growly. Yeah, then I think it's, it's, yeah. the verdict is guilty, and then it's like um, the drums come in, and it's almost like, uh, yeah, then it just fucking kicks in, and it's just so quick, and it's almost like over. Before you know what's happened, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, um, like that bit, you just it gets your attention, and I just love the intro to that. I mean, to be fair, "Spit It Out" is probably one of my favorite songs in general, like not of all time, but it certainly is. It's definitely one of my. Well, it's definitely my favorite Slipknot song, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that bit I just love them two bits. So, any other bits? Uh, no, everything else is terrible. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they're, they're the two bits that I just genuinely love when I'm listening to the album. Do you want to hear my favorite bits? I would love to hear your favorite bit, Steve. Um, so the first, uh, the first favorite, the first one, my, my first favorite part is here. Yeah, so it's that, uh, that's that guitar riff at the beginning. Um, I think it just like, I don't know, it's like, um, it's one of them guitar riffs where I'm like, I'd just love to be able to play about. I just love the way it sounds and then mm. the way it kicks into the, just the heavy, um, the heavy, I guess it's the verse, the heavy part, and I think it just sets up that album really nicely. Like the intro is really cool. Then you've got the bit where it's like, "Here comes a pain," and then it just drops out, and it's like this like sick guitar riff. And I'm just like, "Yeah, this is this is." And then Corey shouting over yeah. it, and it's like, yeah. "This is going to be a great album," just from that one that one point. Um, and then I've got I've got a couple to be honest. Um, the next bit is um, of the next bit. I don't know why I said that. The next one is this. So yeah, it's a bit where it's like, death is fine, give me mine, and then it's the only one of us walks away, that whole, I guess it's like a breakdown type thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get that one, I'll be honest here. I've agreed with you 100% for everything, Steve, apart from this one moment. Oh, may- well, maybe you won't like the next one. Oh, well. But I just, um, I think the, the lyrics are a bit cheesy that only one of us walks away and stuff. It's a bit cheese, and I don't know. I, I don't agree, but... Bits. Yeah, I don't agree, but I can see what you mean. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it's just really cool the way it like, kind of stops, and it's like, he just shouts, and then it's just heavy. And then my next favourite bit is, I've only got... Um, uh, I've actually got three more. 
Is that, too, <laughs> no, is that too many? That's a lot. No, the, it's fine. Well, I've got the intro to Eyeless. Um, I'm not, I won't play that one, but it's just got a lot going on. Um, and I think it's just really cool. Uh, and it's like kind of, it was at the time, well, at the time, I still really like it now, but Eyeless was always my favourite song. And it well, is, is my favourite Slipknot song. Um, is that the one that says fuck it all, fuck this? No, that's surfacing. Yeah, Eyeless okay. is the Marlon Brando one. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, the intro is just like, it's it's got this like drum beat, it's got a load of layers to it, and it's just really different to anything I'd heard before. And I think it's different to anything I've heard since as well, because you don't get many bands that really sound like Slipknot. Um, and I just really like that. I will play it now. So yeah, for me, I think it's like the building up, but also that uh, that guitar riff is like really cool as well. That's really good, awesome drums guitar. as well. Yeah, yeah, you can hear the percussion in that as well. Mm. So that's really cool. Um, the next bit is the um, it's just like quite a melodic bit. It's in No Life. I'll play it now. So yeah, I like that bit because it kind of breaks, because it's, it's a heavy album, there's a lot going on, there's like a lot of shouting and it's really aggressive and that kind of drops out and it's just, I think the lyrics are quite cool, yeah. um, quite intelligent lyrics I think, and then the way it like, it's quite melodic as well and it's a nice break I think, that's why I like that bit. Yeah, no, it's good. And then the final bit um, is from Me Inside, which I don't actually think was on the original, the original album. Uh, not sure. Yeah. I mean, um, do you know? I've actually when I went to my mum's and I was looking at Mudvayne lyrics and I couldn't find the. Well, I found the. I've got this album and I honestly do not ever remember buying it. Oh really? Do not remember I, buying I it. I only have ever had this. The only thing I can think of is I might have lent it off someone and never given it back. <laughs> Maybe let it off me. You stole it because I fucked your eye over. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, so yeah, and this one, I knew the words to it um, quite kind of immediately, but I don't know if it was like it wasn't. On the original release, I, I don't know why I knew the words to it, um, but clearly I've been listening to it for a few years, so that's probably why. And here it is. So yeah, I really like that bit because it's uh, it's different. Uh, it's like a different chorus to anything else that's in the album, mm. and Wait. it reminds me more of like the Iowa stuff. Like um, my plague and left behind, it's got more of a more like, singing, more of a soaring chorus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I mean, Corey's quite a good singer, isn't he? Like, He's a great singer. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of showcasing that, um, which you know, I'm guessing most people don't think they think Slipknot, shouty, screamy, kill, 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 and really, it's some you know genuinely good singing parts as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, favorite songs? I think you. Were, what did you say yours was? I can't remember. Uh, spit it out, pretty much. Oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah, spit it out. Uh, in my favorite songs, Eyeless. Um, and I think that's it from me, man. I don't think I've got anything else to uh, to add. So, what's your worst song? I don't have a worst song. I think they're all. I, I, so honestly, a song that you have to kick, kick out of. Yeah, sorry? you had to do the album, gun to your head. What song would you drop? I wouldn't. I'd you'd, just, you'd let him just shoot you in the head. I'd let him. I'd just say, you know what? Perfect album. Shoot me. Shoot me. I'd dead. rather die than than alter this album. No, I, I couldn't choose one. Okay, fair like, news. We there. made a decision. Halfway through this podcast, to stop choosing worse songs if, no, if there oh. wasn't one. It was okay. I thought it was like the worst bits and the worst songs. Okay. And then, um, and now you're trying to force me into it. I feel pressured and I refuse to answer your questions. Okay. Well, 
You're wrong, because the worst song, I think personally, well, to be honest with you, this is certainly one of these albums, and I think you were obviously a much bigger fan than Sister Not than I was. Um, I lose interest halfway through the album. I don't really remember any of the songs after. Okay, yeah. Um, Not even Liberate? No. Oh. But, um, Tattered and Torn, when I was listening to it at work, and... Uh, Obviously, I work from home. I don't work in an office. <laughs> you could have had it on your headphones. Um, but yeah, Saturn and Tom came on. And it was just... It's weird because it's not... I wouldn't say it's a bad song. It's just fucking miserable. It's oh, yeah, it's creepy a creepy song. And, yeah. like, and it just made me feel bad and sad. <laughs> and I just didn't, I, it was just not an enjoyable listen. And I think ultimately, if you're not enjoying it, then obviously, you know, it is what it, you don't listen to it kind of thing. But it was... And I'm, I'm sure it's purposely meaning to be. Um, we'll play it now a little bit of it yeah so it's just like um, no I think it's really cool because it reminds me of a like a uh, like a haunted circus mm. that's what it reminds me of but and yeah and you know me Steve the, the two things that I hear are ghosts and circuses <laughs> <laughs> so the the two scariest things in the world, but yeah, I just not for me. And then to be honest with you, then the whole album kind of just drifts off, and then I just I'm just not bothered with it. So yeah, I don't agree with a word you just said. <laughs> this is it, and we uh, we we've got a blended playlist, and it says like what does it say? Like you got you two are relationship goals, and all sorts. It's like we clearly agree on a lot of music, but Slipknot is where we we fall apart. Well, probably not just Slipknot. I want a divorce. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but for the most part, we do listen to a lot of the same music. Whereas yeah, I think yeah. Slipknot is obviously the this album anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's that's me. See, to be fair, probably not a terrible song as such, but it's just it's hard. It's a hard listen that one. I think you got to be in the mood. Yeah, to be honest, I, I when I've, I've written my notes, my favorite songs Eyeless, and then I've written some notable songs. I've I've written like pretty much the entire album, but Tatted and Torn isn't on there. Yeah, fair news. Um. Right, well, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. Almost. We need to have a look up about corn. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that we mentioned, I've written a note, uh, Architects was the album called Daybreaker. Now, I say it out loud, or again, I'm thinking it, it is. You just look it up. So you were right, Steve? It's Daybreaker. I don't know who called it Daybreak, but Daybreaker, I'll let you off. I call it Daybreaker, so you're a liar. Okay, well, you are correct. Thank you. And also a fucker, but yeah. (laughs) What about corn? What? What about corn? What was I checking? What happened? They got shot up in Iowa. Oh, fuck. I still didn't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't read it either. Let's have a look now. So what happened, Martin? You've looked it up now. So I finally looked it up, and I can confirm that it was not worth it. So the headline is, Corn Tobus hit by gunfire in Iowa. Um, But it was just when it was parked up outside the hotel, and everyone was in the hotel, and no one was in it, so someone just shot it by a stray bullet. So oh, was it a stray bullet? So well, by one bullet, say so one. It was struck up. by a bullet. So uh, annoying. I mean, do people in Iowa just go around shooting random bullets, or do you reckon it was like a? It could have been gang related. I don't yeah. know. It sounds. Anything like, in America is gang related. Sounds so. like clickbait to me. Yeah, clickbait, and it made me click on the link that he that Aiden sent. Then I went to Twitter. Then I clicked on another link off Twitter to get to this. Yeah, but that's like, not the story's fault. That's Aiden's fault. 
for being a twat for sending something on Twitter. Oh, yeah. No, good point. Well made. Yeah. Shall we wrap it up? I think we should. So that's the end of this uh, special episode, Steve. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I've really enjoyed it as well. So... Slipknot, self-titled album um, from 1999. Uh, it was an obvious choice for our 10th episode and our second special episode. Would you not agree? Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it and you can get in touch with us if you want to by the following ways. You can email us at isitdadrockyet at gmail.com. Uh, you can also message us on Instagram and you can message us on Facebook. Never received a Facebook message. No, first so time for everything. It would be nice if you send us one. Um, any recommendations, like I said, funny stories, anything you want to say to us, like if you want to say, Steve, you're a cunt, Martin, you're a piece of shit, we'll just read it and then reply to you saying, fuck you. Um, but yeah, that'd be great. Don't send that. Send <laughs> some cool stuff. Yeah. And memories would be nice as well. So what are your memories from these albums and stuff? And we'll uh, we'll happily read them out as well, as long as they're sort of, you know, not illegal or somewhat. Yeah, what a great idea. Like, imagine someone emailed was like, I was listening to Slipknot and then I murdered 32 people. Yeah. I remember my first kill was to Millencolin, and uh, No Cigar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so memories would be fantastic and we'll be happily to read them out. So yeah, get in touch. And like we said at the beginning, if you can give us a rate, we'd love to be rated. Five stars only, please. Not that one star shit. Um, and thank you very much. Cool, thank you. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>